all of the glory is worthy all of the praise worthy of the honor Glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, in the highest. Emmanuel, we lift you high, that is one that testified. You are great, and that is why we magnify your name. Emmanuel, we lift you high, that is one that testified. Come on, let's worship him. Thank you, my Father, my God, my King, my Savior. 
Holy is the Lord, great is the Lord, and mighty is the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody said praise the Lord. Got the Bible tonight. Turn to the book of Revelation. It's been a beautiful weekend. And uh, all the churches are experiencing good moves of God. In addition to the baptisms here the last few weeks, I had eight to be baptized in Fort Myers this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, dear God. Each and every one of the works and uh, moving right forward, and we're thankful for it. Beautiful service in Lake Placid today. We thank God. Got a new man coming, and it's getting a little regular about it, and we're happy about that. God knows how to help us to reach into a new area and reach new souls. Revelation chapter 10, I'm looking at verses 9 and 10, verse 9 of chapter 10 of Revelation, and I went unto the angel and said unto him, give me the little book, and he said unto me, take it, and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey, verse 10, and I took the little book out of the angel's hand, and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey, and as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. Simply want to preach on, Take it all. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. There is an account in Numbers, the Old Testament, chapter 13, we're right around verse 30. And of course, this we have the uh, 10 spies that have been sent, or the 12 spies that have been sent by Moses into Canaan land. And they are going specifically to a little reconnaissance mission. They're going to look things over. They're going to bring back a report to the pastor. And so as they did so and they came back, and the Bible teaches us that the 10 spies, they, they came back and showed their true colors. They were... They were weak and sniveling, and they didn't want to get involved, and, and it was just too much labor and too much uh, effort on their part, and so they just said, listen, here, the, those guys are like giants over there, and we're just little bitty fellas, and, uh, you know, there's, there's just it's just way over our ability to do this, and we don't want to do this. No, 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 don't do it. Bad report, and they caused the heart of millions of people to melt, the Scripture said, with their discouraging report, their negative report. But the two spies, they spoke up, and in answer to the question as to whether or not this can be accomplished, that which the Lord has directed us to do, they said, we are well able to go into that land and conquer that land and possess that land and to do what the Lord has told us to do. Well, you come into the New Testament and you find that there is uh, a mother that comes and she brings two of her sons and James and John and she presents them to the leader, Jesus the Christ. And she says, I want you to take them in. I want you to take one on your right hand and the other on your left hand. And so Jesus tells her, well, you know, do you know what you're asking? And she look, he looks at the two men, and he said, 
Are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I'm fixing to be baptized with? And they said, we are able. I want you to understand something, that you can take the whole book. That's what the angel said to John the Revelator. He said, oh, you want this book, then you take the whole thing. Hear me tonight. If you'll take it, you'll make it. But you don't want to leave anything out. You don't want to add anything to it or take anything from it. You want to take the book, the whole book. Paul said in, in Acts chapter 20, and I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. You want the whole book. You want to take the whole thing, and you want to tell yourself it'll balance out the sweet and the bitter. It's all good for you. Take the whole book. You can do it. They said we're able. We're well, well able. Let me tell you something. When you get this experience that places you in the body of Christ, that is, when you repent of your sins, and you get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the full pardon of your sins, and you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, that places you in the body of Christ. You become a son or a daughter. You become an heir and a joint heir. And I am telling you, you've got what you need to be able to take it all. There's not going to, what did it say? Great peace of they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. It didn't say they love part of the word or, or three-quarters of the word. It said the whole thing, the whole counsel, the whole book. You're going to love God with all of your heart, not part of it, but with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and it's going to give you the ability. We're able, we're able to take the whole book. We can take the teaching. We can take the preaching. We can take the commandments. We can take the directives. We can take the will of God and the discipline of God and the teaching of God. You'll be well able then when that old compromising devil comes along and says, well, you don't want, you don't want that part of the book. Take that part out there. You let down on that. Let me tell you something. God gave his angels charge concerning you. It said, lest at any time you dash your foot against a stone, they would bear you up. Can I say to you tonight that there is no letdown here because God said, I'm going to bear you up. I'm going to give my messengers, my angels, they're going to bear you up. You're not going to let down. You're not going to touch bottom. You're not going to let go of what's right. God's going to hold you up and he wants you to take the whole book. The whole book. Not part of the book. Not the part you like that's sweet like candy. He wants you to have the whole thing. The whole book. There are many across the land, and Daniel's prophecy said that there would be those that would fall to try others, to test others. And there are going to be people that will reject part of the book. They will spew that out, if you please. They're not going to uh, work with that anymore. And they're going to rationalize. And they're going to make excuses. And they're going to justify things. But the Bible said that God knows their hearts. And that which they hold to be so great. And in so doing they belittle the book. 
that he said he knew their heart and that which was highly esteemed among them was an abomination in his eyes. You want to get the same appraising value that Almighty God has, the things that are of great price in his eyes. You want them to be great price in your eyes. You want to value them highly. You want to hold those things in high esteem and high regard and you don't want to throw those things out or let go of those things. You want the whole book. The whole book and nothing but the book. You don't want commentary. You don't want theory. You don't want man's rationalizations and excuses. You want chapter and verse and subject matter. Amen. Amen. And you can take it. And if you take it, you'll make it. And you want to make it. You want to you make it to heaven. Somebody said, well, we're going to get to heaven and find out you didn't need to do all that. No, I said, no, you're going to be in hell and you're going to find out you did need it. And it's going to be way too late then. There's nothing in this book that is excessive. There's nothing in this book that is too difficult for a Holy Ghost-filled person to do. That Jesus Christ is not going to put anything on you that you couldn't bear. And the Bible teaches that there's not. it seemed good to the ministry. And it seemed good to the Holy Ghost not to require anything of the church other than what the Holy Ghost requires. We're not bringing around unnecessary things. We're only dealing with the essential things. The basic essential things. We're not trying to weight anybody down. We want what's right, and we want to adhere to what's right. And we want God's glory in our lives. And to have that, you're going to have to take the whole book. The whole book. You notice it says in Revelation about adding to the book and taking from the book. Well, let me tell you something. When people keep taking out the things that the Lord God Almighty requires in his word, and then they got to start adding. They start taking out, then they got to start adding. You don't need to do this. We don't have to do that. This isn't required anymore. That's not the way. That's not what the Bible's talking about. And they're taken out. And pretty soon, worship is gone. Pretty soon, Jesus' name, baptism is gone. Pretty soon, they lose the light and the revelation of the one God, the mighty God in Christ. And then they got to start adding things to make up for what they took out. So they add programs. They add mechanical things. They add worldly things. They have things that are feed the flesh. Let me tell you, you don't need to take and you don't need to add to the book. You need to just work with what's there. Take the whole book. Work with what he's given to us. Work with that. You might want to keep in mind, you might want to keep in mind that the overwhelming majority that followed the ten and went backwards and they didn't do what God said to do. Oh, you read about them and nobody knows their names and nobody cares to know their names. That they wandered in the wilderness and they died there in that wilderness of sin. They died there. But you know the two. Now we know their names and we know that they took the younger generation and they went in to Canaan land. And we know that they possess the land. They got just exactly what God said they could have. 
It was accomplished. And the Bible does talk about accomplishing the service of God. To get things done that God wants done. To be about our Father's business and to know that he's telling you if you'll take the whole book. John said, give it to me. And you know, he said the little book. You know why I look little? Because I was a great big angel. That's why it looked little. You serve a great big God. What'd that book look like in his hand? Why it looked like a little pebble would look in your hand. Give me the little book. Give me that book. I want the whole thing. Come on and give it to me. You know, I notice when people get really touched by the Holy Ghost and they're being drawn into the church, the presence of the Lord, you can't get in any way but going through the door. And that's not the glass plate door back there. That's talking about Jesus the Christ. You've got to come right through him. You can't slip around. You can't go back underneath or over somehow. You've got to go right through him. And his name is Jesus Christ. And you're not going to avoid that name and get this. You're not going to circumvent that name and get this. You're not going to do an end around and get this. You're going to have to go right smack dab through the middle of it. You're going to have to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God which is in the church. You're not going to slip around and play around and leave this out and add this in. You're going to tinker with God's formula. Going to try to take away some of the bitter and overload the sweet. You're just going to raise up a bunch of spiritual diabetics. That's all you're going to do. And certain organs aren't going to work then. Certain things aren't going to happen then that are supposed to happen. Oh, no, my friend. You take the whole book. You tell them, I want the whole book. I want the balance of the book. I want the sweet and the bitter. I want the balance of the book. Everything should not be that easily, forego that easily for you because there is some things that will strike you as bitter. There are things that challenge you and your flesh, and your flesh needs to die. You need to cut off some of them things of evil desires. You need to turn away and abstain from some things. You look at the book, you study it in its entirety from Genesis to Revelation. Close to 800,000 words, 1,189 chapters. You study it, and you will find out that the people who take the whole thing are the people who come out with the victory. They're the people that you read about that are victorious and overcoming and have gone forward and are lining up, especially in this day and age, for that first resurrection, for that first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part. They are the ones. Who are these people? They are the ones that came out of great tribulation. They are the ones that came out of hard times and difficulties and challenges. And they are the ones that got victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, over his name, over his number. Blessed and holy are they. You want to be a part of that first resurrection. You got to take the whole book. Yeah, you got to take the whole book. People, uh, you watch the people that they they let down, they back up, and they they become a part of a group that is in this world right now that they have uh, they have be begin to diminish in God, and they ha want less of God and they want more of the world, and they want to call that church. They want to call that living for God. They don't want any distinction 
from the world. They want to be a part of the whole scheme and the whole system and the whole fashion and the whole mindset and the way of thinking, talking, walking, and acting. That is not what the church is. The church is made up of people who have a good difference in their lives. That they've, There's been made a good difference, a nature change, that we put off the old person and we put on Christ and we put off the things that are carnal and sensual and ungodly and we put on the holy God of heaven and earth. We've got his nature. we got his mind. we got his power. we got his word. The whole thing. Got that. Got that. And we're able to do this. We're well able to live this. One guy said he didn't believe to a very large congregation he, uh, he said he didn't believe that the church was going to go through tribulation. And his answer, his reasoning was because I simply couldn't take it. Well, you poor little thing, you. You know? I don't think that's uh, going to fly with the church. You know, James, the brother of John, was slain with the sword. Others, the Bible said, going back, that they wandered in sheepskins and goatskins and mountains and dens, caves. And when it got done describing them, it said, of whom the world was not worthy. These people were people who what we call had the bark on. These were people who had some backbone. These were people who could stand straight and tall and that they would stand up for the name and we have that name. They just had a title. They just had a general But you and they prophesied and foretold and said there's one coming. Moses said he's coming. He's going to be the Savior. He's going to be capital D the deliverer he's coming and the people are going to gather unto him we have that grace we have that name we have that message we have the whole message the entire message we are not going to shun this thing we are not going to turn our nose up at this thing we are not going to let go of this thing because we can take it we can take the whole thing we can take the whole thing. Everybody said, praise the Lord. We can make it. We can do it. We can do it because of him who loves us. We can do it because of him who provides for us. We can do it for him who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We can do it for him who's going to bring us through everything and said, no weapon that's formed against you is going to prosper. That We're serving the one that no matter what the enemy does, and what he says through people, that God is greater. God is greater. He, greater is he that is within you than he that is within this world. We don't want to walk like the world. They walk in darkness. We don't want to talk like the world because they're constantly spewing forth filthy communication coming out of their mouth. We do not want to think like the world because the thoughts of their heart are continuously evil. We want to be that blood-washed, heaven-bought, Holy Ghost-filled people that can do it. We can do it because of God, because of His grace, because of His power. But we got to take the whole book. The whole book. The whole book. It may look small to you sometimes. 
But I'm telling you, it's a lot bigger than you'll ever imagine. And God is a great big God. And all some people do is they show us that they have a lack of courage, a lack of conviction. They have a, a lack of uh, concentration and consecration. They have a lack of involvement in the real work of God. And they've got some little pretty thing figured out in their mind. Never get your hands dirty. Never get any dirt under your nails, so to speak. Uh, never break a sweat. The Bible said Jesus Christ, the one whose example you are to follow, he's prayed till he sweat. Can I tell you, you want to get involved with this thing. You want to let the, the sweat stain come under that, out of that armpit and along that shirt. You want to let some sweat get up on the bead, a bead on your brow. You want to get involved till you go home and the voice isn't quite working so hot now. It's kind of gruff and kind of froggy. People call me early, early, early on a Monday morning and they think I'm sleeping. I've been down here. I said, no, that's just a preacher's voice. After the weekend, while you're out boating and swimming and whatever you're doing, we're in church and we're having church. We got people more worried about their throat than they're worried about souls. You got people across the land that want to uh, get out of church at 12 o'clock on, on Sunday so, and have the rest until Monday to what they call family time. This is family time. You are my family. It is the church of the living God. This is family. This is where we belong. This is where we fellowship. Who's kidding who? They're calling family time, sitting around a television and soaking up the world. You're in church soaking up the Holy Ghost. What's better for your kids? Be honest about that. You want less of the world. You want more of God. Everybody said praise the Lord. You want to have a little, a little discussion with God. I won't call it an argument. Uh, I'm going to call it a discussion. But you want to have a little discussion with God like uh, Senior Sitzfeld has with the grandkids. Because when they hang up, she says, I love you. And they'll say, I love you. And she said, I love you more. And they'll go back and forth. Well, today was Joseph's birthday. And he said, more, 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 so many times, so fast. I finally told him, you win because it's your birthday. What I'm saying is, you know, you got to let God know here. God's telling you he loves you. You got to tell him, I love you more. And you got to get on this thing and say, give me the whole book. Give me the whole book. I don't want to, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be uh, missing out here. I don't want to be some limp-wristed, no-backbone person. I don't want to be some little dainty, what did he say? They, they dwell in the king's houses, the ones that are dressed delicately and act delicately. And I'm a little flower. And I better not break a sweat. Oh, no. Come on. You got to get in here. And you got to say, Jesus, give me the whole book. Take it out of the angel's hand. Take it from the messenger. Pull out the preacher in the preacher and give me the book. I love the book. The whole council, all of it, not part of it. Oh, you can't preach like that. They'll get offended. No, they said, we're able. We're well able. Teach us, instruct us, lead us, guide us how to do our Father's business. Amen. Amen. You can remain standing. He said, the angel looked down the rest of you looked and said, you want that? He said, go ahead and take it. Come on, you just go ahead and take it. I dare you to take it. Take it. Take the whole thing. Take it with its bitter and its sweet. Let God put balance in your life. 
let God show you the balance of the book. You got people that always want to point to some extreme thing and justify that for letting go and letting down completely. That's not God. God has balanced. The church that Jesus is, is going to bring out of here is a church that has balance. Amen. People just say things and point at things and pick the most ridiculous things in an attempt to justify the letdown in their heart that they're not taking the whole book. They're not going to take the whole book. And you know what? After a while, you don't take the whole book, you're going to wind up not taking any of the book because it doesn't stop at ruining you on the inside. And after it gets done lopping off all the outwardness, that is produced by the change, the good change on the inside. After he gets done getting rid of all of that, see, before you lose it on the outside, you're going to lose it in your heart. You're going to lose it on the inside. And when you lose all of that, he's not going to stop. See, people say, we don't need that. That's not necessary. You're just being overly hard. Is there any women here that I twist your arm to do what the Bible says and I put any of you in a hammerlock? I don't think so. We do what we do because we love him. We do what we nobody's making us. We are voluntarily saying, give me the whole book. Give me the book. And the same thing goes for the men. Nobody twisting anybody's arm. No way, friend. We serve God because we love him. We serve God because he has made us so over the top happy. Just happy to be in God. Happy to have this truth. Happy to have this liberty in the Holy Ghost. Free from the weights. Free from the sin. Free from the heavy burden that Jesus said, let me take that and give you mine. Because mine's lighter. Mine's better. Come on and get with me. Learn of me. Let me teach you the whole book. You can take it. Yes, you can. Because he's going to put strength in you. He's going to encourage you. He's going to hold up your hands. When they want to hang down a little bit, he's going to get your lower lip off of the carpet because you're not a Kirby vacuum cleaner or an Electrolux either. You don't want to tote one over the other, do we? Come on. He's going to absolutely show you his glory. And he's going to, he's going to help you to do what you don't think you can do. He's going to empower you and strengthen you. He said after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you're going to receive power. He said, I'm going to give you power that you can tread upon all the scorpions and the serpents and that they'll not be able to harm you in any way. And when poisonous doctrines come your way, you'll just shake them off. They won't harm you because you're going to have the whole book, the entire book from Genesis to Revelation in subject matter. You're going to know what my mind is on any subject and how to refute and how to defend and how to propagate the message of truth everywhere and everybody. And everybody said amen. Amen. You let down, you lose it in your heart, and then you lose it outwardly. He's going to go to work, and he's going to take away all of it. The devil's never satisfied with one tomato in the garden. He wants the whole garden. He don't want just enough of that door open to get his big toe in. He wants to get in completely.
He wants to destroy and ruin and wreak havoc. He is a murderer and a liar, and he comes to pluck up what's planted and producing fruit. He wants to pluck that up. you got to understand the reason you're in the crosshairs of the devil's scope is because you really got it. You're one of them that said, Give me the whole book. I'll give me that book. I want that whole thing. Give it here. Don't give me part of it. I don't want to be an also ran. I don't want religion. I don't want commentary. I want the whole book here. And I can take it. And that's what Jesus asked him. Can you do this? They said, we can. We can do it. And James and John did it. That's what the book teaches. They did it. And John went on even when James' head went one way and his body went the other. And that was okay because when the king got up to brag about it and God said, how you like a little dose of cancer? And the worms ate him up because what he was doing was not giving God glory. You better understand who's the bigger one around here. And God said, you see that book, it looks a little you because that's my big angel standing one foot on land and one foot on the sea. Okay, everybody said praise the Lord. I like that one foot on the land. Isn't it nice to get? Oh, help me not to preach again. Come on. Everybody said hallelujah. It's so nice to get earthly things under your feet, to get that settled, and I don't need that music from out there. I got good Holy Ghost music. I don't want their junk. I don't want their words, their lyrics, their phrases. I don't want it. You get your good Holy Ghost dance and you won't need a hoochie mama dance. You hear me? Get that under your feet. No Holy Ghost filled young person or any person should say, well, I like all the kinds of music. Oh, no. Oh, no. You got to get that under your feet. You don't need the music of the world. You don't want to bow. The Hebrew children said, we ain't bowing to your music. We're not dancing to your music. We've got the music that comes from heaven. Amen. Amen. And then, one foot on the sea. Well, that's people. Isn't it nice to get delivered from people, to get delivered from grandma and mama and great aunt Susie and double first cousin twice removed three times and all of a sudden shows up in your life and all of a sudden you bow down to them. Come on and wake up here. Oh, but I love them. You know, that's not loving their soul, you silly thing. That's you falling into a trap of the enemy. You got to let God do what God does the way he does it. You got to learn how God does things. Amen. That's what God, how God made the Apostle Paul. He said, delivering him from the people. And he told uh, Ezekiel, he said, I'm going to make your face as hard as flint because you're dealing with a rebellious people. Oh, yeah. You better know their spirits out there. And you better know they're looking for any way in. And they want to steal something out of your life to upset the balance that God ordained. You get one foot on the worldly things, the earthly things, and you get the other one on people, and you get your hands lifted up and full of the book and say, I'm taking the whole book. I'm living by the book. I'm worshiping by the book. I'm going to base everything I do by the book. Before I do it, I'm going to pause and think, uh, is this the, what the Bible is teaching? Is this the right way for me to do it? And if you can't figure that out, then call me. 261-4146. Thank you. Everybody said praise the Lord. Give God a big hand. Come on. Let's sing a little bit. Yeah. I will praise the Lord. Yes, I will. I will praise the Lord. Come on, with my whole heart. 
Oh yeah. With my heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I know that I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Somebody magnify and God the King of Kings. He is Lord and all creation. Worship him. Yeah. I know that I will praise Worship him. Yes, Lord. I will praise. 